are we're back we're back the pals are in the house professionals and animal lovers show i took extra benadryl for this episode because because i'm allergic to cats and we're gonna be talking about cats and she's like stop it already i'm talking about like tigers and pumas and lions and all those well, no, we're not going to talk about them. We're going to talk about domestic cats. We're going to be talking with an organization called the Shabby Tabby Cat Cafe. And and what's cool about today, Val, first of all, hello, Valerie. Hello, our friends, Brian and, and Melanie, right? Brian and Melanie are here. Hello. Um, but what's cool about today, it's a bit of show and tell. It's a bit of a story. And it's a bit of like, we're going to go. We're, did you sign your permission slip, Valerie? Because we're going on a trip. We're going on a trip around. I already watched. I watched in the in the breakout here before the show started. In the I break- just want to jump through the camera and pet these cats. and that, that, that one right there. Let's, let, look, this is Pals, professionals that I love a show. No big deal. Just changing the world, right? And, and really helping out, advocating on animals. Learn, educate, empower, uh, and advocate. We'll be right back. Let's talk about cats. All right. Let's do it, Val. Who are these cats? What, Ryan, Melanie, what are you doing there? Who are those cats? What's well, first of all, wait, wait, wait. Time out. Time out. <laughs> I can't help myself. First of all, we have to just mention what the show is about. <laughs> so this show was created because we believe that the bond between all animal lovers is incredibly strong, and we want to support each other in rescue, in business, and in animal advocacy. And speaking of animal advocacy, I just want to thank our dear friend, Renee Kraft, who introduced us and connected us to the Shabby Tabby, swears by them, and her word is gold in my world. Um, And she's also one of our honorees at our upcoming Compassion Awards. So without any further ado, sorry, Tommy, I know you normally do that. But it's hard to walk a straight line when there's cats and kittens this in the camera. The but That's the problem, Valerie. <laughs> I, mean, I thought you were going to do the so everyone wins, and then I would say especially the animals, but we didn't do yeah. that. So say it. So, so Ryan and Melanie are here with us from the Shabby Tabby Cat Cafe, the first on Long Island, New York. Mm-hmm. And let's get into it. First of all, welcome to the show. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks for having us. <laughs> Thank you. So I have to hear about this. Ryan, I saw you were you you were or are a nurse and RN by trade. And yep. uh, obviously you're a big cat lover. And so you saw a need for what? Let's talk about it. Um, I was volunteering with a few rescues and in shelters and stuff. And I saw that there were so many more cats than I thought that need homes. Yeah. The shelters are like super crowded and the rescues have tons of cats. And um, I mm-hmm. visited cat cafes um, around, there was a few in the city and then um, California, Colorado. And I just thought that it would be great to have one here. So I, you know, I I posted in a few places and everyone seemed really welcoming and excited about it. So I thought, good. I think it's amazing that you have like combined. So I went to a cat cafe and I'm just thinking like the room where the cats were was completely separate from like the cafeteria area, if you will, that they sold like coffee and tea. And also I think they sold some beer and wine, Um, but it was cordoned off, you know what I mean? And I think it's so cool how you have it together because then it's more of an interactive experience. Um, And can you talk about how that helps the cats? Oh yeah, having people visit. 
Yeah. Um, cats come from um, like the streets or places where they don't have much socialization, I guess. And um, being able to be here with all the visitors and all of the staff and volunteers that we have here really helps them come out of their shell and feel more safe. Um, so sometimes they're really scared at first, but after, you know, being around humans for a few days, usually they'll come out of their shells and feel, you know, more comfortable with humans. So that helps them find a home. Right, right. Yeah, because, you know, most people like I tease, you know, my cats are not feral, although they came from the, the our backyard or whatever. And, you know, we got them fixed and just kept them. But um, most people, I think, want the kind of cat that will walk up to you and start just crawling all over you, purring on you, whatever. And you can pick them up and you can pet them. And that desirability is really important in getting them adopted. Yes, definitely. Right. So let me well, ask you about that. So, I'm oh, sorry, Ryan, go ahead. And then I'll ask you, please. Um, no, well, we we have some shy cats also, and and we try to promote them a lot too because sometimes when if they're shy or scared here, they'll do a lot better in a home where it's more quiet. So we try to get them. A yeah. So let me get in here for one quick. So a couple of things I want to say. First of all, um, you know, I noticed here that during the pandemic, you went back um, so you can help cats and humans. So you weren't practicing nursing, and then during the pandemic, you went back. So first of all, shout out to you. Shout yeah. out to all our nurses, shout out to all our healthcare workers, shout out to my new friend, Dr. Sandra Lindsay, who I played golf with. If you don't know Dr. Sandra Lindsay, she has become a celebrity, first person in the country to get the COVID vaccine. So I played golf with her on Monday, uh, Little Flower, nonprofit I do some work with, invited me to play. So that was very special. But first responders, nurses, especially on, on a week of where you celebrate celebrates probably the wrong word we recognize the anniversary of september 11th so shout out to all those folks so nurses um you know certainly important and goes to the compassion valve goes to what we're doing here goes to the kind of people we hang around with right so i, I want to ask you so i don't understand and I, I i always when we started the show i was always the guy well wait i don't get it or i don't understand that part so i, I want to make i want to go back if we could and understand like valerie knows what a cat cafe is you, you both of you know what a cat cafe is. Got to be honest with you. I can guess and I sort of could figure it out. But can <laughs> you explain what a cat cafe actually is? Because I've never gone to a restaurant where there's cats walking around or, <laughs> or anything like that. So can you set the scene for somebody who may not have been in a place like this and and what like what it's all about and the mission and all of that? So, and there's cats everywhere walking around behind you guys. So it's so fun mm -hmm. to watch what's going on. <laughs> So can you tell us that, like what, what, what actually goes on there? So um, there is a fee to come in to visit the cats and that's $15 per person for the hour. And that helps us take care of the cats and be able to feed them and keep the lights on and take care of the cats and everything. Um, and that gets you also unlimited drinks in the front of the cafe. We'll show you, uh, we'll do a little walkthrough later. Oh, wow. Um, we have coffee and tea. We have a little menu of drinks, and that's all unlimited and included with your entrance. And then you could bring your drinks in and hang out with the cats. And we have some seating areas and usually about 30 to 40 cats everywhere. Wow. Uh, kitten season is now, so we have a lot, um, a lot of cats, usually closer to 40 cats and kittens. And they're all available for adoption. So if you're hanging out with them and you uh, fall in love, you can apply. There's an adoption application and you can potentially adopt one. 
it's a beautiful place. I'm looking online, Val. I don't know Gorgeous. if it's, yeah. it's, it's like incredible. It looks like spa-like, you know, um, it says clean coffee, cats, repeat. That's what it says on the, on the wall. It looks you so know what I love about this too is like the first thing that I thought of, of course, is I would do, well, I know Tommy, you can't, but I would do networking one-on-ones there. I would do networking business meetings. I would be like, let's go grab a cup of coffee and help the cats. What and- can I take? What could I take to get to go? Like, what's the story? Like, seriously, like I gotta be practically. I want to go. Yeah. I wanna check it out. Do I need like because I get this thing where I got to scratch the back of my head. I, get, I look like a cat or a dog when I'm doing it. What, like, can I take something? Can I take the Claritin? Can I take Benadryl? What can I do so I can come visit? Zyrtec. And allergies to cats, too, after after work. And I'll just take a Claritin. So maybe if you took a Claritin, Benadryl will make you tired. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want And then just, t- if you want to pet them, just don't touch your face. Wash your hands a lot. All right. All right. I've heard good things about Zyrtec from uh, a, a friend over at Little Shelter. He's the executive director of that shelter, and he's allergic to cats. I'm like, oh, my God, David. Director of a shelter, a cat shelter, and he's allergic to cats? Yes. Wow. He goes, I pop a Zyrtec, no big deal. But everyone's allergy levels are different. You know, you have to be – obviously, nobody wants to see, like, an EpiPen situation. But I have to tell you, Ryan, I mean, I don't want your your existing customers and everything to kill me. But I, I will tell you that I visited a kitty cat cafe in uh, Florida and I believe it was a comparable price point. I think it was like $15 to go into the cat room, which again was separate, yeah. but they charged for everything. They had, you know, coffee, tea, they had wine, beer and hard seltzers or, you know, whatever. And not only did they charge, but it was definitely like a premium so like, let's say a normal glass of wine is like $7. It was like 10 or 12. I don't remember. But, you know, it's kind of like when you're in that environment and you want to do good for the animals, you you know, you don't mind paying like a little extra. So, yeah. so I'm saying raise your prices, but you don't have to listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> Which figure it, it's nice to include a drink and yeah. we charge something. If we could run this business and not charge anything, that would be great. But it's very yeah. expensive to run a business. So the entrance yeah. fee is fine. Maybe we'll raise it. Yeah. and well, Or do one drink. I don't know. But anyway, it's fine. Your customers are like, shut up, Valerie. <laughs> no, no, they're, like, probably, they're probably not because they're all about it. So they're probably <laughs> like, yo, we probably pay more because we you have like 40 cats. And if that's your thing to be in a room full of cats, you're going to have 40 cats for 15 bucks. I don't know like the math on that, but that seems like a pretty good deal. And you're going to throw in a cup of coffee. I, I mean, like if that's my scene, like I'm digging it for 15 bucks. So listen, listen to this though. Since 2018, which is like the number I'm about to tell you is kind of crazy. Like wow, a thousand, they've found a home for a thousand cats in like four years. Like that's like. And a- that is, that is unbelievable because to me, so okay i was involved with just my first real rescue mission like of my own so to speak like where i was the trapper or one of the trappers i mean it's not a skill set i really have it doesn't come naturally for me but the point is it was one mother cat and five kittens adorable little white fluffy guys and we still don't have them all adopted they're in foster which is great um but you know it's hard to get people to commit to a lifetime of care for an animal. It's not easy. And especially now, inflation, whatever, whatever, 
it's even harder. So, so that is a huge number. That is a huge accomplishment. And I, I think you guys are amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> like, you know, I've tried so many times to get Tommy to foster or whatever. I'm like, how about a rabbit? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> uh, way, to, way to just put it out there like that. I'm not like. Well, it's pretty public. It's pretty public. Uh, but I'm just saying, I usually do it to him on the show. I totally put him on the spot. But it's hard. It's hard to get people to foster. It's hard to get people to adopt. It's hard to get people to donate. You know, it's a very competitive world. And so, again, you guys are just amazing. Thanks. Thank yeah. you so much. Mm-hmm. ask you when we come back we're gonna take a quick break while we're at break i'll share the website the, the location is out in sayville on long island i just shared it on facebook i will share the it on the video while we're on facebook and you're, if you're just listening in right now uh go to facebook and go to professionals and ampersand animal lovers show and you can watch what we're doing here uh we will be right back when we come back um the team from shabby tabby cafe what a what a silly name which i love silly names so that's perfect i gotta get one of those t-shirts by the way and i will buy one i don't i'm not asking you to give me a gift but i heard this hoodies so we'll talk about hoodies it's about to be hoodies <laughs> we are taking a quick break this is professionals and animal lover show i'll share the website we'll be right back Yay. are you a business owner do you want to be a business owner do you work with business owners Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you on edge? Hey, we live in challenging, edgy times, so let's lean in. I'm Sandra Bargeman, the host of The Edge of Every Day, which airs each Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges. That's The Edge of Every Day on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. are back it's your pals tommy and val don't forget to unmute guys Un- that's good let's do that on me oh my god she got a hoodie on hold on melanie you can't i i gotta say a little i got words to say hold on don't distract me with a hoodie i got adhd this is difficult for me as it is so let me stay on point i want to shout out a couple of events that you have going on i just shared of course if you love cats 
why would you not want to why wouldn't you want to go to cat yoga so yoga with cats right out there on uh on this sunday uh 10 a.m 15 dollars a person and of course if you like cats why wouldn't you want to visit for painting with drag queens <laughs> on september 24th at the T shabby tabby cafe i love this story this is so fun <laughs> melanie what do you got there what is that a new hoodie yeah, this is our ones that we just got today. So it has our logo on the front. I don't know if you're going to like then, this. Here, do you want to show the back? He's well, going to love it. <laughs> why don't I like it? What's on the back? <laughs> is it a guy sneezing? It says, life is have more cats y'all i dig that and look it's totally like it's totally my scene with like hippie flowers and you guys are like a bunch of hippies out there is that was that is that for real i think that's what i'm picking up so how do you go from from like hey and, and you know i know this sort of came out of, i'm reading the background ryan too like brody passed you lost your cat brody and it was kind of like looking for i, I want to be at a place where i can see cats so how does that turn into a, a place where now you've helped a thousand sixty-seven because I looked at the website. It's actually a thousand sixty-seven on your little clicker there. Thousand sixty-seven cats that didn't have a home. How do you do that? How do you help them? I mean, I guess when somebody comes in and sees a cat and they fall in love with the cat, they work it out. And they end up going home with the cat, or a couple of days later, or whatever. But tell us this story. What does it feel like to to help house so many cats? It's the best. It's the best ever. It is a ton of work and to keep everyone healthy and to keep the place clean. And a lot of people just think it's, you know, hanging out with cats all day, but it, it's the furthest thing from that, but they are here and it's great to be, you know, with them all day and um, find them homes, see the updates after the fact and how they're doing in their homes and where they came from. And it's great. It's, it's the best. I wouldn't change anything. Do you, Do you have a place that you normally pull from or places that you normally well, I saw that you take a lot from like kill shelters. Is that correct? Yeah. Well, we're partnered with one rescue called Almost Home and they're in Patchogue. Okay. Yep. I've heard of them. Absolutely. And yes. Rescuing and they get cats from shelters or people's homes and the street, all different places. So um, right. we will them get cats from shelters sometimes and whoever would do well here will take them. So let me ask you a question. Someone like Renee, who's a trapper, a certified trapper, you, you work with them as well, or are you kind of like at max capacity with who you can partner with or? Yeah. With Almost Home, everything goes through them. So uh, Renee is like in contact with Almost Home all the time. Yeah. So through Almost Home and then they come here. Okay. And then specifically, I, of course, I have to make this point because um, I am an animal advocate and I cannot even tell you how long, I'm sure you probably know and can relate to how long and hard a fight is just to get some, you know, positive changes and everything. But um, I've been fighting for a while to get uh, an additional TNR location um, within a specific township, but Let's talk about the need, if we could, like make pretend that I'm a decision maker or Tommy and I are, are you know, people with power. What do you feel we need to help put a dent into this overpopulation, you know, crisis? I mean, a lot. There needs to be uh, more trappers. I know a few people that do trapping personally on their own, and they're not funded by anywhere. So they yeah. we definitely need more funding for that. 
um, if we would just be able to have more resources with trapping them and getting them fixed, it would it would help the overpopulation so much. It's just it's just hard to keep up when you don't have enough people or enough um, you know funds that everyone's paying for out of pocket. So that's yeah. really really like at least two hundred dollars a cat just to get them their shots and get them fixed. Right. A and lot that's of the if everything goes perfectly, like no unexpected situations right yeah no yeah. no um complications no or, or anything oh. right right and so you know we had on a guest i don't know if you know who she is her name is lisa yeager and she's a certified wildlife trapper but she also traps about 100 250 cats and kittens every year and she made a statement it just stuck with me and she said there's probably about 100 or 150 people doing what I do every year. So let's say 150 that are trapping 100 cats and kittens. She said, if we could get like a group effort of all the municipalities to offer spay neuter either free or low cost for like just six months, she's like, we could fix the problem. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Right. Yeah. And the places that do have the low cost have like months of a wait so it's like impossible to catch up yeah wow yeah it's this is hard so this is really it's a big problem and you know um i i also thank you guys for being part of the solution because a lot of times people don't realize that you know kill shelters are still a very real thing even in a state like new york you know everybody thinks oh new york long island everyone's got money you know what i mean and like it's just not true like we're we're losing a lot of beautiful animals because they're either out there starving getting hit by cars there's predators you know disease fleas everything they're up against a lot and the elements and it's just really something that we all really i feel should chip in and help with whether you're volunteering or donating whatever because even if you're not an animal lover i say this all the time if this can impact you you know what i mean like the, it's just a matter of time before like you're gonna have a problem maybe you're gonna have a compassionate person on your block who ends up being a hoarder and then your whole block is gonna smell like cat pee and you're not gonna know what to do or maybe one day you run over a cat because yeah. there's such an overpopulation you know it's like just we should all really roll up our sleeves and team up. Right, we get tons of calls every day asking, can you take a stray? Can you take these kittens I found? And, and they're, everyone, no one wants to help out. So they're just looking for somewhere to bring them. But if everyone would just help out and even like foster the cat or the kitten for a little while, or, mm. you know, aid a little bit, um, it yeah. would help. So what does that have? So that phone call comes in because that's interesting, Ryan. Let's talk about that because I'm I'm sure you know they Google you know cats in my neighborhood or they or they drove past your store and they're like maybe they can help. So what happens? Where do you send them? Is that a is that a situation where and not to say that those people are trying to really be helpful, they just might not want that cat in their backyard or whatever that is. So so do you call? Do you help? You hook them up with somebody like almost home or like what's that move? We help, we can direct them to different places to call. We also have a list we can email them, but like we know that most of those places are so overwhelmed right now with the amounts of cats and kittens that they have that it's, I'll give them the information, but it's almost impossible to guarantee they can help them. Yeah. So there's just not enough room. Because also a lot of the times the people that are calling for that want nothing to do with it. Yeah. Like they just, yeah. I just, the kittens and just drop them off if someone brings them there can i just leave them and like 
that doesn't help anyone with anything. That's so back to solving the problem, folks, right? TNR, trap, neuter, return. We learn it on the show. This show is about learning, educating, and advocating. So, like, here's the deal. If the cats, I'm speaking to everybody out there, if the cats have less babies, there will be less cats on the street. And if those cats have less babies, and so on, <laughs> and so on, get it together. I mean, get it together, Nassau County, get it together, Suffolk County. Like, I understand that, like, they could pull this off, Al. They could do this thing. They could get a bunch. I don't want to get into it. Maybe you do. You decide after I finish what I'm going to say. But there are, as I imagine, there are resources and probably vehicles that can be utilized for this type of work. And it is not being done. And then it becomes a problem. And it becomes a health problem and et cetera, et cetera. Right. And it's just not right. So, Val, your comment, Valerie. I actually decided I was going to ask a question before you were done. But, yeah, so (laughs) I um, I would love to see some more certification courses teaching people how to trap. I think that is, I think I really believe that more people would get involved if they knew about it and if they knew how to help and had that certification or at least a course, because I'll tell you right now, for me, it's, I don't know why I can't get it. Like I'm really good with cooking. I'm really good with stuff like in the kitchen comes to trapping. I, I just don't, I don't understand the mechanics of it. You know what I mean? So it's anyway, not, you don't just go um, with a pillowcase and the cat jumps in and you throw it over your shoulder. That's not how it works. That's not enough of a barrier. No, not for a feral, but, but I was good with the drop trap. But then when I pulled the cord and the cat was actually trapped, I was like, Oh no. Like I was flipping because the cat was flipping out big cat too. I named him Shaq. And thank God I had help because I didn't know I was like, this is scary. You know what I mean? But like if people, I really feel like someone like Renee. Yeah. She started when she was in her 20s. Mm-hmm. I don't, she doesn't even know how many cats she's trapped, but that's one person. She's got to be in the thousands by now, right? But she could totally like duplicate if she, if she had the capacity. It's all about capacity, but she could duplicate right. herself, right? And then, so maybe there's a whole training thing, Val. Maybe that's what yes. we're talking yes. about. Because if you if you go up to the average person, even if they love cats, like the woman who was fostering the kittens that we we trapped and everything and and the mom, which got adopted. Hallelujah. But I'm just saying I was on a text with her and I was assuming, which I shouldn't. But I was like, I was like, um, you know, do you have an appointment? Do you have appointments for the TNR or whatever? And she was like, what what's TNR? So I'm just and that's someone who loves cats. So we need to educate more, get more programs out there. I I really, we have to collaborate. Maybe we can even team up, get something done outside of your cafe or maybe inside. I don't know. But like we, there has to be a larger concentrated effort. Val, before we take a break, I need to know, Melanie, who is that? Please. I have a rule on this program. And when (laughs) it shows up, we must find out who that is. Can you introduce that little cat? Relax. He's a Christian. He's so nice. What's his name? Christian. Hello, Christian. Hi, Christian. Oh, I love the coloring. Show your butt. Show your face. <laughs> oh, what's up? Oh my God, he's got like color. There's like a different color on his nose or something there, right? Like a little gray. What? Well, they're special. I wish I wasn't allergic to them. We're gonna figure this thing out because I don't know that I'm gonna adopt or even foster. But I think I want to come out and have a nice coffee out there. So we got. I figure- heard from someone I don't remember who it is, but some other cat person that I had on. They said that 
you can foster kittens because they they don't have the same dander. No, you know that, you know, I, don't, I don't remember. I'll look it up. I have to find it. Was she, she was on the show. I don't know if it's true or not, but <laughs> it was a, our friend, the, the attorney that does the trust, the pet trust down in Florida. Oh, Heather. She, Heather, who adopted like, and fostered like 80 cats during like, we used to say during the pandemic, but like yeah. it was last year. So last year, like the first year of the pandemic. Anyhow, she told us that. So maybe there is a move there. You're trying to always trying to trick me. Heffron, you always are, but that's okay because I'm always ready for it. So really quick, I got one question and then maybe we'll talk about it when we come back and break. Did you all see, I think it's called Strong Island Rescue. They saved this raccoon that was in the, um, under the, the storm drain. Did anybody see that? Yeah. I, you saw that? I'm not big on the Facebook, but I saw it on there. And like they pulled that thing and they were like trying to help him get out. And like, that's the stuff, man. Just like, these are not like, varmint or pests or anything not like the guy from like looney tunes you varmint but it's not like that these are animals they're just another species we're supposed to help them out and that's what we do on this show we're going to take a quick break but when we come back we will continue our conversation about no big deal just changing the world we'll be right are you passionate about the conversation around racism Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern time on talkradio.nyc. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy and Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. back so i'm actually checking out this so i don't know if you serve food there but this is interesting because you have meatball with parmesan okay mm-hmm. parmesan with meatball all right you got now these are names of cats ladies and gentlemen you have brioche um i looked away because i want to get our friends back on video ciabatta uh, uh <laughs> like i mean what what like what silly names and i love silly names it makes me think of our friend you know Joe Gatto, Val. You know Joe, uh, Joe and the family. They adopt all those, um, all those dogs, and they name them like uh, Cannoli and all the different. Oh, who's that, Val? Oh my God, there goes my attention. What's up? Who's that? Phoebe says hi. This was a backyard 
days. I love her. She's so sweet. Yeah. I, I feel like naming animals is literally like one of my favorite things to do. I was watching the Met game last night and um, anyone who's a Mets fan knows that Guillermo was away for a while. He was hurt and now he's back and I'm watching the game. And I said to my husband, I go, Guillermo's a great name for like a cat. <laughs> like I just, that is I just that name cannot help it. Yeah. We were in a meeting yesterday and you said to me, um, you were referencing one of your friends. I don't know if you want to shout out their cat's name, but Otto something or other. Can we talk about I that? I was a dog, Otto von Schnitzelpants. He's a Tibetan terrier. <laughs> but like, I have names for future pets that I don't even have yet. Like, I love the name Schmendrick for a dog. I just think it's adorable. <laughs> and like, but here's the thing, Tommy. Like, so what they did there, a lot of times there will be like a theme, right? So it could be, it could be Mets players. It could be, you know, um, obviously they did food. Sometimes people do ice cream. You know, sometimes people will do like, um, let's say, I, I'm not familiar with it, but the Harry Potter characters, you know what I mean? Like they'll take characters from like a movie. And because there's so many animals in need, you literally kind of like run out of names. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. yeah, like this is that book I was talking about. Remember Val, this book? Yeah, I have, a, yeah. yeah. You know, this is Joe Gatto's book, The Dog Father. And he's yeah. got like biscotti. Spumoni. Yeah, he's got like Spumoni. Fettuccine. Yeah. Name, I think I would name like like Gabagool. Like I think that was like my Uncle Richard when I was a kid, he always used to call it Gabagool. So there I think, you go. So you need a pet to correspond with that name. And another one like Salami. Yeah. And like Peroni. Like those are cool fun names too, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So the whole thing. Oh my god, I'm hungry. So that's that's that is the fun part. Again, we've we've shouted out my old dog Mickey Michelob Light. I called him Michelob. Again, why would you call anybody the thing you named them? Like I realized that. Yeah, name- mine's Jovi after Bon Jovi. Like you know, the naming is super fun. Like whenever someone gets a new pet, hopefully a rescue, and they put on Facebook like "Help me name them," I'm like, oh. <laughs> But listen, I, I want to go back to your space, actually, because I just find it super intriguing. And um, I want to hopefully encourage other people, whether they're living in Pennsylvania or South Carolina, whatever, if they have a passion for animals, if they love cats and kittens, they recognize the need um, to help them find homes. Like, how much how much like square footage would you would you recommend? And is it in an industrial area? Is it like a storefront? Like, where are you? Um, this is a storefront in a village. I wanted somewhere there's that there's like foot traffic and like yeah. other cute things around. Uh, mm-hmm. Ours is 1600 square feet, which works for us. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone wants to do something different though. So it depends how much food you want, um, how many cats yeah. you want, how much you can afford, how, you know, yeah. like the zoning, there's all kinds of laws and rules and stuff. Mm-hmm. What about, um, Brian, like, what about the fact that I'm just thinking this, like, and I had this Val and I had this conversation just yesterday. It was talking about like somebody bringing their therapy dog somewhere. And I was like, wow, I, that's, I get it that that's, a, that you're allowed to do that. But was it difficult? I guess board of health. I mean, I know, you know, my parents own a little Italian ice shop and, you know, I know in food service, I grew up in food service. Like, how does that work? Like we're going to have cats here and we're going to serve like, is that, what are the rules around that? If somebody wants to do it? Um, I don't really know what the food, um, the drinks, we don't do any food. We used to have some like prepackaged snacks, which is allowed if everything's made out of the building. Mm -hmm. Um, but 
people, it seems like they just mostly come just for the cats. So the snacks didn't do so well. We have like baked goods and stuff. Um, the drinks are complimentary. So there's really no rules regarding that. Wow. If you wanted to sell food and sell drinks and stuff, that's, you need all kinds of things mm -hmm. that I really wanted nothing to do with. So it's great. So you know what? You go, let's eliminate that and let's not deal with it because we don't want to. I want to, since I'm here in my attic and I'm not at your store, <laughs> and if I was at your store, I'd be outside sneezing. Can we go on a tour together? Sure. Well, let's just, <laughs> yeah, let's be really cognizant though, Tommy. You've got to describe what you're seeing really well for people who are just listening. They're yes, not going to see it. Yes, that's good. Okay. Uh, do you want, okay. you want me to do it? I don't know. Are you going to know what all the accoutrements are? And no. No, I'm going to let go. him try. Let him try. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? Like a tour? Yeah, let's go yeah, for it. If, if you're so inclined, if you want. So, okay. Well, we got to go out front. First. So, oh front. so, ladies and gentlemen, right now, our friend Ryan Shea is walking to the front of the store. It's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, there goes Melanie. What is it? Melanie's like laying on a bed there. She's just hanging. Yeah. Like, you want to come? It's probably so bad because we. We got tons of um, shipment of things today, so we have lots of boxes right, everywhere. So, you have a lot, so it's a re all right. Well, I'll wait till we go outside, and now it's always fun. Where are we? What's the address again, Ryan? So we're in Sayville, one ninety-seven West Main Street. This is our sign, Cats mm. and Coffee. So we're right on West Main Street in Sayville, everybody. Big pink sign, shabby tabby cat cafe, um, and big rainbow flag in the window. Sorry, we're going, oh, Melanie's here. <laughs> we're we're watching this. We're lagging a bit. The internet. So we're working. We're in. We're in the store. So as we look around, we have some retail. Can you hear us? Yeah, I, I hear. Okay, we're good. We retail. So we got. Oh, that look, Val. Look at that. Those hoodies. Look at what? There's some hoodies. Oh, there are some hoodies. And we got some shirts and some toys. Ryan, what are those toys? These are um, plushies. They're cats. If people can't adopt, sometimes they'll get one of these instead. Got it. So this is this consolation is, prize. <laughs> but this is helpful too to understand too, folks. So when you're in there, because this is a business, right? This is not a not-for-profit. So aside from having folks come in and they spend the fifteen dollars, if they do adopt an animal, what happens? As we're still looking at some accessories, it looks like there's some straws, like with cat logos, cat pictures on the straws. <laughs> So how okay. does that work, Ryan? If I can, oh, big cat sign. This is funny, Val. You, it is funny. The, the, the blow by blow of everything. Was, <laughs> there's a water cooler. Oh, I don't think we need all the details, but I do like Valerie. Look at the, the the little. Are those sketches or are those like decals of the cat's faces on the wall? Decals. Yeah. Decals. Those are so cool. Yeah. Look, Val, I'll get you some of those. Oh, look at this picture. <laughs> Yeah, what is, you got a couple of rules we have a thing of rules up here so what are those tell us about the rules um it's just pretty common sense stuff it's mostly for kids um don't pull a cat's tail don't wake them up if they're sleeping don't pick them up um pictures but no flash don't give them human food and don't run and be loud mm. yeah i need those rules in my house and we don't even have a cat <laughs> So, so going I have to ask you, because it looks like there's a lot of detail that goes into this. Um, you know, when it came down to like designing 
I'm just curious, like, how did you know how many like litter boxes you needed? How many like little cat huts you needed? How many stations? You know what I mean? Like for a cat yeah. to be able to kind of hang out and isolate itself if it wants to. It's kind of trial and error. At first, when when I planned it, we were going to have 15 cats. But so as as you know, we stayed in we were in business for like a year, we were able to increase everything. And when you increase the amount of cats, you need to increase the litter boxes. And mm -hmm. we finally just kind of figured it out. The cat okay. trees add things as time goes on. Um, That's a great setup you have there. There's lots of little alcoves and covered areas. Why is that, I don't know. Why is that important? They love hiding away and stuff, Al? Is that the deal? Yeah, they feel comfortable in usually covered small spaces. It's like their comfort zone. Let me ask you another question. Like, um, I mean, if, if you don't mind, again, like I'm hoping that more cat cafes will open. And seeing that this is obviously a successful, you know, model. I mean, if, if someone's interested in doing this, like, would you recommend a dollar amount for startup money? Like, how much do you think somebody should have before they did something like this? Um, it depends how what they want to do, but maybe a hundred thousand. Right. So that's going to cover inventory, like not the cats, but like the inventory of the all of the space, the the, the yeah. insurance okay got it and so here's a tough question not tough for you i'm sure you know the answer but kind of a tough topic but part of reality like what happens if someone gets sick or you know someone needs vet care like are do you have to quarantine like what do you do it depends if it's just a cold they um kind of spread fast here because it's like a daycare yeah. Um, so if a cat has a cold, usually, you know, within a day or two, they'll shake it off. But we also have antibiotics here. Um, we know if, if it's super serious where they need to get to the vet or they need to go back to the rescue and be in a cage for quarantine. Mm -hmm. um, it, it just all depends. Um, what else? What else could they get? If they're, we can tell if they're really sick. If they're really sick, we'll, rush, we'll get them to the vet. Um, but uh, we also have cages here. We have two cages, one, two, and that um, if someone's really under the weather, sometimes they can just hang out for a couple of days in one of these so, and get their meds and just relax. Cages, yeah, sorry. Cages is something I also wanted to touch on because I, I read on your website and I couldn't agree more that you wanted to provide, for the most part, a cage-free um, environment. That's also yeah. one of yeah and that that's also kind of one of my pet peeves because at a lot of shelters you know these cats and kittens are in small cages and it really um is not beneficial for them it's um, so sad i hate uh, it it is so so depressing and sometimes they're lying in their own oh, box on the shelf valerie look at some, this yeah and sometimes these cats and kittens are lying in their own litter box yeah. i know it's brutal so can we just talk about how, you know, that's kind of antiquated and what you're doing is so much more beneficial for the cats? Did I lose her? Yeah, well, oh. <laughs> you know, sometimes um, if a cat is very scared and we get them here and they, this is too much for them, sometimes it's very overwhelming. Yeah. Um, we will start them in one of these two cages, but almost always they'll find a safe spot like in a cat tree or you know mm -hmm. she's in a box or these little huts that we have yeah um, and it's a lot it's a lot better for them they're able to come out more and explore on their own and 
the cages, it just kind of, I just, I really hate cages so much. It yeah. just, um, unless they're scared and they need it, but right. I'm just not a fan of locking them up. I think they should be free and be able to explore and yeah. meet people and make friends. Have you ever, have you ever had a problem with them getting along? Like, like, has anyone fought? That's one of my biggest fears. Like my two cats yeah. didn't like each other at first, but they never physically fought. Um, here and there, but it's usually okay. quick and then they go in their own spot. Like there's enough room for them to hang out um on their own. So you know, they don't space. There's a ton of space right there. Yeah. I mean a big, big, big room. I mean Yeah. Said, I mean they have a lot of space. You know, they tragically they're like in a in a crate or in a cage when they're a shelter. Here it's like, you know, it's like a resort. You know, it you know yeah. kind of reminds me like, you know. Not to assume, but, you know, Ann Levy, our friend who's creating an incredible special business, like this is just like on par that level, like a primo type of place where it's yeah. and creating a she's creating a pet resort coming soon. We'll we'll share that information when it comes out. But Ryan, you would love Ann also. Yeah. You guys have so much in common because she also started her business after she lost her beloved pet pooch her her dog and so you guys have that you know that drive in common definitely yeah yeah we do have to take one quick break um but because uh because we were supposed to a while ago but i (laughs) but that doesn't matter here because we're having fun so we'll take one quick break we'll come out uh we'll come back and tell us a little bit about um maybe the future what's going on and then i'm sure valerie has some things she wants to share this is the professionals an animal lovers show we'll be right back all right hey everybody it's tommy d the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. In a post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. Calling all pet lovers... Avengers Assemble! On the Professionals and Animal Lovers show, we believe the bond between animal lovers is incredibly strong. It mirrors that bond between pets and their owners. Through this program, we come together to learn, educate, and advocate. Join us live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. at talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. are back it's your pals there it is i'd say i it's valerie and tommy but i say pals 
call me a Val because it rhymes. All right. So anyway, Melanie is back. Melanie, what's going on? Tell us, I, you're back on the camera. So what's going on? Tell us what you do at the store. Yeah. I'm the manager. So I do the events and the website and all like the majority of the posting, Ryan and I kind of do back and forth, like the Facebook, TikTok, um, Instagram. And then we restarted our YouTube like a few right. I think it'd be great for you guys, especially like a TikTok, YouTube, Insta, like those are probably like, cause people dig, like what's the most, yeah. like one of the po most popular things like on the internet is like that's yeah. like cat video. Yeah. I like that. So you guys are like the thing that people want to see, right? It's fun. Cause like TikTok too, it's, you don't have to put a lot into it yeah. because it's like fast few second videos mm -hmm. and then people from all over watch it. So like some random one that we take like two seconds filming has like millions of views and we're like uh all right i i just can't get the i don't understand it i'll scroll through tiktok and find the stuff i like but i don't think i'm good at the development TikTok. let me ask you a question because i'm super curious like i feel like this is such a cool job you know what i mean like you get to go to work and like hang out with cats and play with cats and i know there's real work associated to it don't get me wrong i have two cats and i'm like oh my god what a freaking mess you just made but like <laughs> you know um what did you do before this if you don't mind me asking um i actually went to school for media and communications oh so cool um okay. like promotion right up your alley so it's not like you were like a banker or something like that <laughs> like you went from like a cubicle to like this but right yeah. i just think you just i think it's such a cool environment i went on one date don't tell my husband a million years ago before i met him but he worked at a zoo and that's the only thing i talked about the whole date i was like so you get behind the scenes where like the polar bears are like that's all i cared about i had to know <laughs> like, oh my god well listen so i want to make sure that number one everyone knows how to find you guys okay and number two i want to encourage everybody you know to get involved and if you haven't fostered but you like cats and kittens you know, fostering really does save lives. I want people to recognize, especially with a cat or kitten, if you don't need a lot of space, um, I, I'm hoping that we'll reach some ears and people will want to help you guys on your mission. So tell everybody, how do they find you? Um, you can, if you Google the Shabby Tabby, it'll pop up, but we have a website. It's the Shabby Tabby LI. Uh, dot com. We're also on Instagram and TikTok and what else? <laughs> Facebook, Facebook and YouTube. Just the shabby tabby. It should always pop up. We are in Sayville on West Main Street, right outside of the village. Mm -hmm. so, so cool. Yeah. yeah so and if you can't foster, go grab a cup of coffee. Go grab a friend and yeah, yeah, yes. everything. Buy some merch. <laughs> I will get some merch for sure. I just want to share. I'm looking at the just so it's at the shabby tabby li. That's Instagram. I'm assuming it's probably the same on on TikTok, right? That kind of thing. Yeah, we we kept the name the same on everything, so it's easier to be right. like, oh, that's them. Right. And we also have a YouTube channel. 
if you type in the Shabby Tabby, we have a YouTube channel too. I think that'll be fun too. Like we were saying, Ryan, I think you stepped away, but like any of that stuff that's just like super visual and just like, you guys got the thing right there. So yeah. I have for you. Val, what event when you're back on the island, we should figure out something with the Shabby Tabby. I'll, whatever, I'll figure it out. I'm I'll, not kidding. I'll wear one of those like, I'll wear one of those like, like hazmat suits. Um, you know what? Yeah. That's the other thing, yeah, and you should. But the other thing too, real quick, that we didn't mention is that I saw also that you can actually have a party there. Like you can rent the space and have like a birthday party or a girls' night out or you know whatever. There's so much that so, can be done there. Yeah. Actually, in October, someone's having their wedding here. So no, <laughs> yeah, oh the first weekend in October, we're having a wedding here. So well, I hope you guys there. are around October 11th because that is our inaugural event. So the Professionals and Animal Lovers show, we are producing the first ever Compassion Awards. And we're honoring actually Renee Kraft, as well as two other phenomenal animal um, advocates and rescue people. And it is gonna be an amazing event. It just keeps getting more and more amazing. Like there's gonna be a DJ, we have a gift bag, like swag bag giveaway to the first hundred registrants. We have amazing sponsors, all people, all animal lovers and pet parents. And, and then we're going to meet more people like you guys who are out there, they're in business and they want to make the world a better place for the animals. And so we hope everybody can make it. And Tommy and I have a competition going on, which is crazy. But, What's the competition? Uh, so <laughs> the competition is who can sell more tickets, him or I, and so we have, if you want to support Tommy, um, <laughs> when you go to buy your ticket, it's Tommy D, that's your code. It's gonna get $10 off the ticket and it gives him a point. Um, if you want to support Jovi's mom, that's me, my cute little dog named Jovi. I'm his mom, Jovi's mom, J-O-V-I-S-M-O-M. Um, you will also save $10, but also what's really fun is we have a raffle prize thanks to Reno Di Maria, who owns Joanne's Gourmet Pizza. He's giving us a gift card so that somebody's going to win a great time at his pizzeria. Um, and I met him at an anti-puppy mill protest, so he's also an animal Ooh. lover. And I think that's it for now. It is it for now, because we are <laughs> that is it for now for the show, because we are out of time. We have... We always have more to do, less time to do it. So we'll have to work on that in the future. I got a shout out to the Shabby Tabby because I say this. Here's what I think you should do. I think you should do a date night, like one of those uh, speed dating. Because I saw yes. those, I saw those cute little tables you had in the back. I see like a cool date night, like what? Yes. Not, not must true. love cats. Like, oh yeah. my god! I don't must, know. must love cats. Speed networking. All right, so we'll do it. Well, if you want, you know, we know something about networking. So if you want to talk to us, maybe we can help you with that. Uh, I want to make a shout out to anybody who wants. I heard it's going to be a brisk night on October 11th. And anybody who wants me to wear their hoodie for their business that night, you know, let me know and I will be happy to. I'm not saying it has to be shabby tabby. It could be anybody that's ever been on this program. I leave you with this. In his total commitment to nonviolence, Gandhi always included the animals by stating the greatness of a nation and its moral progress can be judged the way its animals are treated. Make it a great day, everybody. Thank you. Amen. Thank you so Thanks, much. Thank you. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you. You're awesome. You're awesome. Bye. <laughs>
Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you on edge? Hey, we live in challenging, edgy times, so let's lean in. I'm Sandra Bargeman, the host of The Edge of Every Day, which airs each Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges. That's The Edge of Every Day on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. all pet lovers pet avengers assemble on the professionals and animal lovers show we believe the bond between animal lovers is incredibly strong it mirrors that bond between pets and their owners through this program we come together to learn educate and advocate join us live every wednesday at 2 p.m at talkradio.nyc post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. 